Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and tonight I am joined by three members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Good evening. I have Scott. Good evening. He's confused. And I have Rob. Good evening. And uh, what's going on over Oh, he's trying to... He's busy staring at Ash's crotch. Ash's crotch. It was was a coffee cup. Not just any coffee cup, but right. Tim Hortons. It, it was red. I thought it was affected. Is that a Tim Hortons coffee cup in between? Yeah, pants are just happy to see. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it warm <laughs> and bright red. <laughs> Although brown on top. So, mm. <laughs> wow. and moving on. Ah. Uh, yep, this is how we're beginning. Rob, um, how are you? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What? Oh man, Scott, you got some news for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, down in Australia, last we heard from Marshall was what they're at a million yeah hectares of uh, brush fire. Yeah, they call it wildfire. They call it yeah. brush fire. I had to double check that number because I was like, he said a million. I heard him say a million. Yeah, oh no, well, I read it because he didn't talk to me, but I guess <laughs> it was, in my head I heard him say a million. It was yeah. legit. I, I heard Crikey right now. Crikey, it's a million, <laughs> it's a million hectares. Crikey. So a million hectares. <laughs> um, so there was a little thing on the internet here. It said the latest impact assessment. In the fire since Friday the 8th of November to the 18th of November, there's been 421 homes destroyed, 150 homes damaged. Uh, 1,961 homes saved, which is pretty good. Uh, 27 facilities destroyed, 38 facilities damaged, 161 facilities saved, 100 or 814 outbuildings destroyed, 330 damaged, and 1,943 saved. That's a lot. That is an insane amount of numbers. Yeah. So so far this year, 530 homes have been destroyed altogether, like. Damaged. And you said it was 1900 that they saved, though, right? Uh, yeah, 1900 uh, saved. Like, yeah, you know, several thousand things have been saved. Putting old buildings and homes. That's, that's really good. Because mm-hmm. I know, uh, actually, there's a news article that I forwarded over to Marshall there, and I forwarded to you guys too, I think, um, saying that BC's actually sending firefighters now. I think mm-hmm. it's, in, it's a little bit as well in response, because obviously a lot of Australians came over to help. Um, help us during our nurses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of repay yeah. the favor time. Mm-hmm. So we're sending Rob. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Rob's Rob's on his way. Um, our, our trees don't uh, don't explode when they are on fire. They're they really do not. Unlike yeah. those eucalyptus. In crazy oily. Getting attacked by snakes and I guess we have bears maybe. Yeah. Well, bears really attack people. Dingoes and kangaroos. Although I remember when we were yeah. this year in that fire, when we were we were laying that, um, we we're doing that backburn, and the deer and the squirrels and stuff are running out. <laughs> yeah, it was so, crazy. Yeah, like a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> just 
Bombay. Well, Speedy and I were up there one night, and uh, we could hear the coyotes. And they were getting closer and closer and closer to us. But eh, maybe we'll sit in the tender. Yeah. <laughs> Send out a text, Wade. Bring me up a little uh, protection. <laughs> <laughs> you breathe through the wind's coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> this isn't going to work. No. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, like, um, um, you can't even imagine a million hectares. Yeah. That is just insane. And even and I don't know if uh, if some of you people are, are new that are listening, have a listen back at uh, one of our podcasts before we have Marshall on for an interview. Um, great, great guy. Uh, when you think you've fought wildfires and then you listen to Marshall's stories, you realize... 40, what is it, 40 mile flame front? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> it, it's that whole, that's not a wildfire. This yeah. is a wildfire. Like, <laughs> you just, you can't beat it. You can't be a but. Um, in all seriousness, there have been people that have been hurt. There have been homes that have been lost. The boys and the girls are out there doing some good, solid work and uh, protecting what they can. Um, but the sounds of it, according to those numbers that Scott just ran out, they're doing a fantastic job, um, especially when you're dealing with something that kind of size and heat mm-hmm. and velocity and all the other fun stuff that they're having to deal with. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So stay safe, everyone. Do your thing. And uh, yeah, Rob's on his way. <laughs> uh, on to tonight's episode tonight uh, we are going to be having a bit of a discussion about our uh, our favourite or at least most memorable um, structure fires each of us are going to tell a little piece about what uh, yeah are, are the one that we remember the most and I think this is kind of spun out of uh, spun out of last week's training did it not? Yeah, because I was away last week, so I I messaged Ash and had the had the had the night go because it was our last sort of week where we had the acquired structure that we were using that trailer, and uh, before we fully burn it, and he said, "Oh, it was awesome." He goes, "We we, we almost lost it tonight because <laughs> it <laughs> got a little big on him," but he was telling me about one of our guys, and he said, "Yeah, it was his first time. He was actually was inside a burning structure." Not the burn building, because the burn building, I mean, it counts as a burning structure, but it, it's very con- controlled. It's like, yeah, it's a fairly controlled atmosphere, mm-hmm. but, you know, an acquired structure is not. So he was pretty stoked to be inside this burning structure. So it got me thinking about know, about the different structure fires and some of the most memorable and, uh, I don't know, just things I think about. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's, let's start off with... Uh... Start off with Ash. Sure. <laughs> Why are you playing Rob? <laughs> I was, I, I was looking, I was looking at which one was going to give me the blankest stare <laughs> uh, uh, during the headlights. No, so I think who won, who lost. <laughs> it's true. I think the listeners lost. <laughs> um, sure. So we've had a few along the way here. I think for me, one of my most memorable was a uh, trust plant that we had in town um it was a uh, a classic industrial old wooden industrial building with a um semi-recent addition to it the uh there was a fire that started out in the older section uh it was pretty involved when we got on scene uh i was on the second truck in um i was yeah i was pretty new to the to the department and I remember hopping off the truck 
and the officer that was there, Steve, is like, okay, let's go. I'm like, oh, buddy, this is happening. <laughs> and yeah, so we, yeah, we're all <clears throat> packed up and grabbed the inch and a half and in we go up to the, one of the side doors and start pushing our way in and I'm like, oh man, this is going pretty good. And like, you can see through like some big double doors how much it's rolling on the other side. So you're trying to cool that down. You're trying to make a push in and like everything's on fire on, on the other side of the wall. But we kept pushing in a bit and uh, again, was just trying to cool everything down so it wasn't going to spread to the new side um, where it was more like where the finishing work was done. Uh, it was a lot cleaner. It was definitely built with today's standards in mind. Um, and like we were doing a really good job in my mind. Felt like, hey, like we... I think we have this. I think we're knocking it back. And, and then, uh, again, you can kind of, you just have that sense. And I'm like looking around me, everything's looking good. And I look up and a bit behind me and there is a, um, like an access port to the attic of the new section. And it was just roaring through the attic. And I look back another 30 feet and yeah, it's roaring through the attic back there. And at, at that point, I'm like, there's nothing that we could do on the inside because it spread so much higher and like my one inch, inch and a half hose line is pretty useless at this point um so we started to back out from that point and kind of make a new plan but uh we ended up losing the structure which i mean you don't want to say your favorite structure fire is one that you lose everything but uh we ended up saving a bunch of outbuildings that were really close um, and then it was a big learning point for me just for the heat. I mean, I was watching these fireballs of, they had sawdust insulation in this, in the older section and you're watching massive fireballs drop through the, through the sky and just explode in front of you. Uh, the heat that I felt there. And then even once you get outside, uh, the heat was just next level. And, uh, it was the first fire I, I, saw a guy almost collapse we had a uh way was here and he uh he realized he was getting too hot but he didn't realize how how much and how quickly he was being drained and he kept thinking that he was fine he was fine and you could kind of see him backing up he was using a railing to support himself and he tried to move and he almost collapsed we're like you gotta get out of here like everybody was just you know running at a hundred hey it was nuts it was uh it's definitely for me the most memorable that we've been to. Um, I, I've had a lot more since then that have been more like tactically memorable, but right. for me that one sticks out because it was like my first big big event, and it's uh, the the heat. I, I've never <clears throat> felt anything like that since. It's, it's been like we've we've been to a couple like that that warehouse fire that we had just this year. It was hot, but that one for me was the hottest. It, right. it was nuts. What's it, how high were the ceilings in there? Because I, I was I was late coming. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it was twenties. Yeah, 20s at least. Yeah, yeah. So yeah there's no was, way you can even get into the access. No, there was no access to it. Like <laughs> like I I gave it a, a good go of trying to spray up into the access point, and it was just. What side of the building were you on on that? Uh, we were on the uh, the eastern side. On the east side, yeah. Because mm -hmm. I was on the same fire, and we were on the south side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the heat was... It was ne next level. Like, we right? had a big... Were you driving? No. Okay. No, I wasn't. Uh, I think Barry was the pump operator. <laughs> nice. Little Barry, but uh, it was a big opening, like a big 
doors yeah. on that one side. Mm-hmm. I can't even say what they were. 20 by 20 barn door or whatever mm-hmm. on that side. But there was a lot of heat. Like, there were um, lumber piles of 2 by 4 material for them to build the trusses. Yeah. 7,500 feet back from the building. And the paper on the side of those was melting off and burning off. So that's how how yeah. hot it was getting there. You know, and and we always talk about parking the apparatus and being safe. We parked so far back, <laughs> and it was still way too close. Like the pump operators were hiding behind the yeah, engines. yeah. They would poke up and make make sure everything's good. They're listening to the radio, and making sure everything's running smooth. But they were hiding on. I mean, they were ducking down, trying trying to be out of the heat because it was so hot. It's crazy. I don't remember too. Did we have hydrants or was that yeah, there's two hydrants. just yeah. outside of town? Because I think yeah. we had the tender running yeah. as well. We no, might have. We there's two hydrants there for sure. We tagged the hydrant coming yeah. in on the second yeah. truck. One or two. Um, and because uh, I, I remember it was, it was weird. There was one of the things in the in the paper was uh, um, sorry, not the paper, but one of our local blogs said that <laughs> um, water or uh, water supply wreaked havoc on fire department efforts to extinguish blaze. I mean, we tagged the hydrant right away. We could have had all the water supply. You needed an eight-inch hose yeah. on the fire. <laughs> that, that, so, like that we might, were, might any difference. <laughs> we were uh, running water. There was not a moment that we yeah. ran low on water. We had a, guys on a monitor coming off the back of our truck. We had uh, two, two, or two inch and a half and the monitor running. And I don't remember ever running shorter water. And that was before we plum- had plumbed in the two and a half. Correct. Like, yeah, right, yeah. like where were you? It was two and a half, but that was when it was still an afterthought. So mm-hmm. it would have taken a while to get it hooked up. Yeah. Because we had this discussion. Mm-hmm. Would the two and a half made a difference pushing in that, yeah. that day? And again, but if it was in the attic, no, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but if we were able to stop it before it Hit the crossed attic. over the attic, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Again, because I don't think on your side, Rob, you guys could have made entrance. By the time we, we got there, or did you get no? We could have. Yeah. It was, it was just rolling smoke <laughs> out the out that that big barn door, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there was excessive flame coming out of there yet. Okay. So, again, trying trying to remember back, could we have done anything that would have saved that? It's really hard yeah. to say. Like you say, those fire bombs of sawdust falling down, those were unsettling. yeah. It, it was yeah, like it was super unsettling. <clears throat> You don't know when it's going to drop on you, so you can't. I mean, I wouldn't want to send the guy in there. All right, here, push in. Fireball from the ceiling comes and knocks you out. And you talk about guys being bagged. I think just days, the day earlier, days before, we had a couple of brush fires that we were that, spending. That was a big fire. That, that was, big a, fire. That was, that was we were, a big mountain fire. Yeah, yeah so we already spent tons of hours mm-hmm. working that, so we were already exhausted. We were that caught behind the ball. And that's yeah, the big out. mountain fire was because uh, I came later. And uh, I kind of was sort of officering it because I wasn't a full officer yet, but I was still a training officer. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to the guys that were running the monitor, and they were like, "Yeah, we were splashing water on our face from the monitor, trying to cool down." And then um, that was when that grass fire started on um, south of town, mm-hmm. and Todd's department was coming to assist. And that's when I got on the radio and I I called the because uh, the helicopters were still flying around from the grass fire from the the big fire. So I got on the radio and I said, "Hey." Uh, so we're fighting structure fire right now, and and I remember that girl in charge of the like the chopper command. She's like, okay, like she thought I was gonna request them to drop <laughs> an air tanker on top of the uh, mm-hmm. the structure fire. I'm like, no. I said we also have a, a fire that just started south of town. Are you guys able to get that? Like, yeah, yeah. 
So the guys that were coming up to assist us, they said as they were coming up to this grass fire, all of a sudden these uh, these uh, water uh, tankers started flying over and just dropping dropping this fire that they were coming to. It was very disappointing because fire was out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a big week mm-hmm. for us for fires that weekend. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a fun one. I don't. Uh, what year was that? Well, whatever year that big fire was. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it? was that long ago? 16? 16? 15? 15. 15. Yeah. Oh, it would have been, yeah. Because yeah. I... Yeah, yeah, 15. I yeah. hopped on just after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't our first trust maker. We had another trust maker fire mm-hmm. several years before that. I was here for that. So, that was... Yeah, I was around for that one, too. Hmm. It's a busy street. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. I would not want to put a building there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, we just put Especially a building. <laughs> uh, Rob. Sir. What is your most memorable? I mean, there's a few. I mean, think of the trust maker, but I think the biggest, most memorable one for me, because I'm the only one in the group here that was around for it, would have been our high school fire. Um, 2011. And I can't remember exactly what time it was, about 2 o'clock-ish in the morning. 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a call about a fire fire at the high school and jump out of bed and running down the stairs from my home. I'm about five blocks away or so from there. And you can already see the glow coming over that far away from where Jeez. this fire is. And so she's really going by that time already. Um, oh, that was when you lived there. I was like, you lived there. Yeah, no, when, when I, I lived. Used to live. Okay. Right. Yeah, where I used to live. But I'm trying to visualize blocks from our our area. Like, that doesn't work. It's like a Vegas block. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I get to the hall, and actually, one of the first guys there, uh, and so I'm <clears throat> I start out as a pump operator, and we get up to the high school there, and I'm trying to think, um, the westward uh, the eastward facing portion of his what's really involved at the time and uh i guess to frame it uh the high school is a giant was 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 a giant u yeah like a u-shaped school and it was massive like it was it was, you know, big. It was big yeah. well maybe not massive for some uh, some high schools but it's big and old we just what we just checked 1948 yeah. 48 so of course yeah. it's not really fire <laughs> There's not a lot of fire protection to it. Well, and at the time, too, there was other construction going on for Renos and and rebuild going on. So there was some newer construction. But, yeah, um, that that section, obviously, all that old old building. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think back now. Like, it was really going. We we pulled out everything. We hooked up to every hydrant we could. Um, We... We surrounded that thing. We had neighboring departments show up uh, with a couple of couple of pumpers and uh, tender, I think. And didn't we drain? I, I wasn't there. Cause I was I was in the department, but I was away doing some training. I was on actually in near Vancouver, so I remember getting a text from our former chief. Where are you? I'm like I'm not training. I remember I'm gone for like two months. It's like big fire. <laughs> I was like, well, how big could this fire be? So literally, I'm up like eating my cereal, turn on the the news from. 300 kilometers away from the news opening story massive fire at this high school I'm like ooh <laughs> <laughs> actually contemplating leaving and driving like the 
freaking eight hours or whatever yeah. <laughs> to get here. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'll just stay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there at one point I had heard they brought in a, a bulldozer to to build? I think it was some, if I remember, because there was some talk of it, I think, at some point. I don't remember a bulldozer. To, to run it. No, they're going to run, they're going to run, like, basically drive through the building. Drive and and oh, really? That's what I heard from the plans was. No, yeah. never heard that story. But, but no one would, uh, no one do it. <laughs> no one wanted to drive through the old school. Well, we had drained part of the, I heard that we oh, drained the reservoir. I think we drained the town, reservoir. I think they had alarms going at the reservoir that... People were told they, to turn their water off. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah like, this was in... This was in September, so, you yeah. know, school had just gotten back in. Or is it the end of August, I no, think? it was the end of August. Was it the end of August? August? It was 10th. the week before... September 10th. Was it? Yeah, because it was right before uh, September 11th. Because mm. there was, like... For whatever reason, I was thinking that, and then, yeah. I think it was, yeah. was that a strike year? Because school hadn't started yet. It was a late start. Was it? Oh, maybe. Okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, I mean, I can remember some. Uh, I remember so they had all this equipment in the school parking lot in the yard where they were doing all this construction, and uh, we're we're trying to get water on this thing. We're trying to get elevated because we don't use ladder trucks. We don't have boom trucks, right? And uh, they had these um, man lifts. Whether they were a scissor lift or they were uh, one of those uh, basket basket lifts that they had there, and so we started you. Well, we can fire these things up. We started utilizing these, and I remember Spencer jumping in one, and the controls in the basket didn't work, so he had to hand signal or yell at me at the lower controls to operate it and move him up and down or side to side or whatever, and. Uh, the section of the school that he was working on was the auditorium. And I want to say an hour before that, we were in the auditorium and there was no fire. There was no smoke. And we're looking at this thing thinking, well, we could save this. Mm. You know, hour later, this flames just shooting out the roof. Mm. Spencer's up in this, up in this basket and he's yelling, waving his arms, get me down, get me down, as <laughs> flames are shooting up and out and rolling over. And that's like pushing buttons to get this basket down and get him out of there. Um, yeah, that was one of the craziest, craziest well, things. Spencer tell the story when they, you guys first went in, I think, and he poked his head into the uh, attic yeah. of the part of the party. He's like, all you can see is like, it was like aliens, like flames coming towards him. Like, oh, really? <laughs> he pokes that back down. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the, uh, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's a terrible story. One of the funniest things I think we talk about, um, fire hall stories before is one of our older guys at the time. <laughs> That's not a terrible story. That's awesome. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so we've got him on a two and a half. Uh, was it was a monitor. He's on a monitor. And he sets it down on a pallet, sits down on this pallet and they fire it up. Well, there's all there is between him and the pallet. pallet? Like, no, how? I think they just sat it down, maybe oh, yeah. chained it to it. Yeah, okay. But there's nothing between the pallet and the ground but gravel. <laughs> And so they fire up, they charge it, and he, it's like one of those uh, merry-go-rounds. It just spun him around. That was probably one of the funniest stories out of that fire. Actually, that's... Hey, pick, got picked up in the air. Who was it? Oh. I shouldn't say it's the funniest. It's one of the second... No, he didn't get, I don't think he got hurt. It's funny. It's funny. I think one of the other funny things is, so hours later, 
uh, the media starts to show up. (laughs) And one of our guys at the time is busy running around grabbing stuff, shoot (laughs) hoses or whatever. And this camera guy sticks a microphone and camera in his face and says, I'm looking for the chief. Where's the chief? And he says, he's fucking busy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was best line ever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. CB News. <laughs> Coming to you live. And he's, he became a media relations guy. <laughs> what no. Brilliant. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we we lost all most of the old section of the school. Um, and I remember days afterwards as we're sifting through everything, knocking down hot spots. And of course, at the time, they've got excavators now digging through stuff. And I, I've got pictures on my phone still of uh, school stuff, like old yearbooks and projects and whatever that we're digging up that some burn stuff, but still survivable, right? right? We managed to save some of that stuff and started laying it out and drying it off. And yeah. It was a, it was a busy, busy summer on that one, it sounds like. Yeah. I think a couple of years, a year, a year before, before that, I, we had the hotel, the old hotel fire. Yeah. And I was really, I was, was a year, it was a couple of years. A couple of years. And my kid was born. Kid was born so I was, I was really mad because there was that hotel fire. And that, at that time, that was one of the biggest fires. And that was one of the biggest <laughs> fires. And I'm in the hospital with my wife because she's having our, our daughter. And I was, I, I'm in the hospital. I'm a little bit upset that I'm missing this <laughs> biggest fire ever in the history of the town. And... You know, it, it turned out I was glad that I wasn't there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, the school ended up. Years being... from now, when your daughter listens, yeah, she'll yep. be like, "Oh, thanks, daddy." Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy I was born. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was. Hey, hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, and I can remember uh, calling to talk to my dad because uh, he was on the fire, and of course, uh, a chief now. And called to let him know that we had the baby, we had a daughter. And, of course, I hear later on that, of course, somebody gets on the radio and announces it over the radio to all the guys. And nice. So, that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. We still got a couple of pictures of it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we do around the hall. Yeah. Scott. Well, mine wasn't as impressive as all that. <laughs> <laughs> mine was actually just a house, like a house fire. But uh, the reason why it was memorable, because I think it was the first time in a long time we actually pushed in. And it was definitely the first time I ever pushed in. And uh, I actually had your brother yeah. with me. Yeah. It was, and I think he was a couple months in. <laughs> he was yeah, fairly fresh, too. <laughs> yeah, so I remember it was middle of the day. Get a call for a uh, house fire. Coming down from my house, I look over, and it's that kind of brownish gross color smoke I'm like, Ooh, that's definitely a, a real fire it's not just mm-hmm. burnt toast or something so we rolled up and that, <clears throat> there was a few things about that fire because we we came up and i remember somebody just this random person just watching the fire and they're parked in the middle of the street and our engine's like <laughs> like get out of the way <laughs> they're just like oh they're looking at us we're like get the <laughs> and then finally they move and then we hit the hydrant it was actually the same area as uh as the fire you guys just had when I was away up in uh, um, the it was like the two story fire yeah yeah so 
we get the hydrant, we pull up, and then uh, as soon as we pull up, I start pulling hose, get all the hose, start flaking it out, and then next thing we realize there's a power line right above us, and that's the one that's connected to the house. Oh crap! So we quickly back up, I readjust all the hose, and by this time it's, I mean, it's when we rolled up, it's already pushing out the window, like full flame shooting out the window. So we had, because I'm I was training officer for probably maybe two years by then. And uh, we had just started talking again about transitional attacks. Like we, we hadn't been training them much, but we've been, I've been studying up on them and stuff. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to try this transitional attack thing. So I remember I was straight stream into the window and just <sighs> held it there. But I was only using an inch and a half. So it was having an effect, but it wasn't having the, the, the complete desired effect. But it was definitely making progress. And about 30 seconds in, the fire is like deadened down. And um, I remember actually there was another thing going on because when the power line dropped, it was a fair distance from me, but it was like, it was on this, um, it had fallen, it was probably about 60 feet away from me, but it had fallen on a metal like uh, table. And it was like, and like, just crackling like crazy. It was like, Ooh. So we're all trying to avoid that. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Rob's brother and I, I'm like, let's push in because I think we, we might be able to get a handle on this. So we push in and we run the fan and... Um, yeah, it was the first time I ever actually, we got to like push hard into a fire. And so we push into the living room and couches burning and everything's like, cause it was the whole place was just involved, fully involved. So we're, but we had knocked it down enough. So we start pushing, pushing through and we're looking at the kitchen and I'm like, Oh, there's still a lot of fire in there. So we, we poke right into the kitchen it doesn't have a door on it, but for whatever reason, I guess from the, cause it was self venting in the back of the structure too, all the flame and smoke are pushing kind of one way. So it's kind of weird because like the fire wasn't really coming towards us, but it was pushing the one way and, but the whole kitchen's involved. And I remember looking at back at Rob's brother and he's like, holy fuck. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I start hitting it, hitting it. And then uh, I look over the fridge <laughs> and the fridge explodes, <laughs> but not explodes like boom, but like explodes in fire. Like the door blows open and all this fire shoots. And I'm like, and I remember thinking like, what is possibly burning in there? <laughs> like, it's a fridge. <laughs> So uh, I start hitting that, and we start hitting that everywhere around it, and basically within you know two three minutes we have it knocked down. But it was just it was interesting to see the difference between like um, first of all the transitional attack the effect it had, and then secondly actually making a push onto a structure fire, and seeing how much work you can do rather than just spraying water from the outside, but more of that that kind of aggressive attack push in. I mean we saved parts of the structure we didn't obviously by the time we got there it was it was pretty much lost but it wasn't falling down it was still in it was still a standing structure some of the bedrooms still had uh you know they still had stuff in there that was uh salvageable so it was a it was a good fire uh, overall so that's probably my most like that was when i really like i felt like i'm doing firefighter work because mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not like that was my first one, I should say, that I felt like I'm doing real firefighter work. I'm really saving something. I mean, there's been a few since, but there's actually been quite a lot since. Yeah, especially this year. Yeah. I think that was probably the one that really changed my attitude towards really that aggressive attack. And that's really when we started kind of pushing it in the department, like a lot more. And like, hey, put, hey there's nothing wrong with us pushing in more. Mm. And, you know, we, we can always pull out, but, but let's push in and see what we can do, mm-hmm. see what work we can do. Yeah. Nice. I think I have some helmet footage of that actually. You should pull it up. 
I remember it, seeing some footage. Yeah, including before. me looking at the wrong end of the thermal camera. I look at my shit. Oh, like, oh, wait a minute. Turn it around. Watch you this. <laughs> because we hadn't really practiced a lot of that. I don't think we had the burn building yet, so we hadn't really practiced a lot of that pushing in. And and uh, I remember I was trying to run the hose, the thermal camera. <laughs> I think I had an axe up on my underneath say, arm. Yeah. And like, we had all this stuff, and we weren't really like... I'm like kind of doing everything, trying to do everything, and it definitely wasn't very well. Like on our, on uh, your brother and Kevin and I, on our end, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. We weren't very well organized. <laughs> we were just kind of like, ah, you take this now, I'll take this, you take that. But yeah, it's not as well put together as our tax now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah going with that, I remember one of mine with the with the the tools. Just even in practice, when we used to do that, you know, like you got the. Halligan and you got the nozzle and you got the tick and yeah. you're trying to do all three and sounding floors and the whole thing was mm-hmm. a mess. Yeah, so we've, we've changed a lot of that now, all yeah. those practices. Yeah, it works great now. Yeah, making the nozzle man just basically be the nozzle man now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, I think mine was the one that was just a block away from here, just on that back street. Right. Um, Where I was having trouble reaching the door. Yeah, yeah, which, no. No, not that one. Not the one with the big metal bar that was blocking the door. That one was that one was going to be my one, but then it was actually I was thinking further back. So the one just here behind the uh, the um, the one that we really don't want to go up that apartment block that we really do not want to go. Oh right, right. The, one where I VIS. Alley, where oh, you VIS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Slapper that one. one. That should be my most. That should have been because <laughs> I thought that was where you were going. Because that one there, that was the first time that Scott had ever done a VIS entry. And uh, we still got the pictures. In fact, it was our very first slideshow video we ever released for the podcast as well, because mm. it was right around that time. Um, or at least we had pulled stuff from there anyway. Um, and you can still see like Scott's handprint marks on the wall from when he jumped in and did the kind of the, mm-hmm. the search, the left-handed search. Like You can see the fingerprint swipes where they connected, where he went through, closed the yep. door, and then worked <clears throat> his way back around. Uh, it was awesome, but yeah, it was like a, it was an early like I think it was like a three a.m. or it was it was light. It was getting light. Morning, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was, was dark when we got on scene. It was dark when we got. Was it dark? Came I remember yeah. seeing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it was dark when we it was got there. Early morning, but yeah. And we pulled up, and it didn't look like much was going on from the side that we were at. And then, of course, go on the other Our side. side. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah. It was ripping. Like that whole side was just yeah. toast, and it had hit a tree, so the tree was on fire. And then there was like some trailer full of stuff at the end of the building that was on fire. And then this was in like an area where there was other multiple other kind of yeah. little trailers too. So we had to make sure they were all safe and protected. But it, it was just, there was a lot going on. And it was my first fire I'd been to where um, after I'd kind of been through some training. Because I'd been to one previous, but it was, it was already pretty much out by the time I got there. This was the first one that I was on a truck for. Um, and we were we were unit we were unit two rolling up on unit two, so got there you know of course you hop out doing your thing and then it was the first time that I'd seen the the fan as well because it was before we I had trained any of the um, right. the positive pressure stuff, so just there was a lot going on and seeing the VIS as well, but I had I had gone in actually I had gone in with your brother 
Um, and I think I went back in with you afterwards and we were trying the piercing nozzle and I remember there was a section where we were trying to get into the air and it started, as soon as we pierced it started rolling out <laughs> towards right. us I was like whoa <laughs> it's the first time like oh, right and I was like yeah just put that out <laughs> yeah, yeah. just standing there and I'm like this is the whole room's on fire right above us <laughs> so, yeah just pierce it's nozzle fine. pop it's <laughs> 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 so, like yeah just, uh, just keep hitting it <laughs> okay but, yeah, that was uh, that one where um, where Rob kind of saved me. <coughs> grabbed yes, the fan. it was yeah, where Rob saved Someone you. was about to start the fan while I was still inside doing VIS. And yes. One of the main rules is don't put the fan on while the guys yeah. in there doing VIS. That is the main rule. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just rolled up in like the rescue truck or bush truck yeah. for additional manpower. But yeah. Just walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Not that far away. Could have yeah. walked, yeah. Yep. We had members peeling off. Like they had to go to work or whatever. They just said, ah, we're just going to walk back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really close to the hall. It was. We could have tagged our own hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> we could have. Yeah, we could have ran out with donut rolls and just made it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that one, that one was a really good one for me. It, it taught me a lot. It got me introduced to a lot of the guys. I got to use a, um, some tools and bits and pieces on things. I got to saw my first because we had to do forcible entry. Uh, it was that first time that your stomach hits the ground too because when we pulled up, um, we obviously, the reason Scott had gone in. Oh, yeah, we thought there was kids. We thought it was kids yeah. inside because there was, there was, there was a, a reports of that the woman that was or the woman that was living there, we didn't know if she was still in there, but she was. She had two kids. Two kids. She was toys leaving. outside. But we didn't, like, she was moving, but we didn't know if she had left yet. It was yeah. like two days or something prior. They packed up and left, but... Oh. Yeah, because the officer like, right away, as soon as they pulled up, he's like, we're doing a search for kids. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. as soon as you hear that, right, it was just like, whoa. Yeah. Stomach goes down. So I was like, and of course, you got that in the back of your mind. Now you're going inside, you're, you're doing the thing. It's like, man, I'm searching for the potential of children in you. This is this is horrid. This is yeah. like my day, my my second fire, and this is what I got to deal with. Yeah. So there was that in the back of my mind. But anyway, it, nothing. It was all clear. We were completely fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it turned out great. We ended up saving the whole back end of the building, um, and the front was the front was already toast by the time we got in there. But yeah. we saved the back, um, and I'll I'll actually I'll repost that that original um, Look, the three, photos the three there. pictures. So yeah. the picture of the side where you guys were on that was fully involved. Yeah, it's a picture of where you can see my leg going in and how the that side of the structure was still tenable, and then yeah. there's mm-hmm. a after picture of where you can see my the hand marker on the soot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll throw that I'll throw that back up. In fact, it, the reason it came to mind is because the other day we got a like on that on that video again. It's like someone scrolled oh, that far right. back in our Facebook channel. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it was kinda cool. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah that was probably that was probably mine. Yeah that one with that VIS, it definitely was because, <laughs> you know, the stress level you're like, oh I'm going in here. And this you know, this, we always we take the window and I'm sitting there take taking the window out, I'm looking at the smoke and it's it's that brownish smoke, but it's like, okay, it's not going to pop. It's like, it's still okay. Okay, I'm going in. So I, I remember, like, I, I swept the floor, like, with the axe, making sure no one's there. And I felt, I, I rolled in, and right away, I'm like, okay, so I'm in here now. <laughs> Guess I'm doing this. <laughs> I think Kevin was your Kevin guy. Was Kevin, your, was, Kevin was your guy with the tick, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Kevin, our, not your brother. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, like, oh, yeah, was, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was double yeah. Kevin that day. Because <laughs> I remember going to them, like, Who's going in? They're kind of looking at me. I'm like, I'm going in. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a double Kevin's. <laughs> so, because uh, uh, your, yeah, your, no, your, your brother had that hose for me. He was oh, a okay. backup guy with the hose. And then the other Kevin, uh, podcast Kevin, mm-hmm. was uh, was the guy with the tick. And he, was, he had his head through. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I rolled in and started doing the search. 
Yeah, it was uh, definitely different. We don't we don't get a lot of structure fires where we push in a lot, but when we do, we realize just how much of our training we retain. And you mean search, search, like well, primary, search, yeah. but also just yeah. techniques and stuff. Yeah. How quickly we can recall what we need to do or how we need to. That's that muscle memory. Yeah, you right? default right? back to that. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the that's that kind of that's that repetition, that's that mm-hmm. before your body knows what it's doing, you've already done it sort of thing. And it was actually on that other fire we were gonna talk about, <coughs> the one where you were having difficulties breaking that door. Yeah. That was another one of those instances of, you know, I got off the truck, I looked around, I looked for a space to fill and I could see, well there's two guys, one's got a nozzle, the other one's trying to break a door. <laughs> And now they have, they have the drop. In. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they've dropped the nozzle, and they need a third person to be able to to take mm-hmm, over that mm-hmm. position again, and just straight over there. And I was lucky because I managed to get that entry position. So it was Warren on the front, me on the back, yeah. and uh, we ended up pushing in doing a search. And again, what track did you cover? Uh, I actually showed up on. Uh, on rescue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And everyone yeah. had just kind of scattered and I don't know where everyone was. And I was like, Oh, and I looked at, <laughs> I looked. well, yeah. Cause that was the, uh, cause, uh, one, well, we were the first on, on, we were at the front of the building mm-hmm. and, uh, that was in Kevin was running the two and a half by himself. Yep. Like, like Jesse Ventura there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I were trying to breach the door and, uh, the other engine was on the backside. We were, yeah. we were as a pumper on the, yeah, and yeah, then then yeah, the rescue truck showed up. That's what you guys were on. Oh yeah, yeah. I looked at Jason because Jason was was captain of yeah. the truck, and I was like, I want. And he's like, Yeah, go. I was like, Yay! <laughs> like skipped over. <laughs> it was great. It was great. But that was another good one too. Internal search, buildings on fire, multiple different compartments, like pitch black inside. Mm-hmm. Had the potential running the risk of setting fire to a, a whole kind of pallet well lumber mill lumber mill behind like <laughs> yeah but like the structure beside it yeah, yeah they were the like a press, it, press board yeah. Yeah. so it's like glue oh man <laughs> see like it yeah, would have like been gone resin no catching it yeah it would have been yeah crazy and then secret rooms in the back we had to break down walls to get yeah. into yeah. Mm-hmm. it's good that's good yeah it was good it was fun yeah. it was fun well it's crazy not to go back to what Rob was saying there but I started to think back we've had a few um, a few structure fires in the last 12, 12 months or so. So take away the warehouse fire because that was nuts. We're not really pushing it's it untenable. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one up on the trailers. Um, the the trailers were untenable. Yeah. Right. So you're not gonna. We still had to put guys inside after the fact, yeah. but um, the five five five. Yeah. That, that was. Yeah. Like we pushed in there. Yeah, you pushed in there. Station, we pushed in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did make it not so. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That default, let's get in there and get it done. Any Anytime that it seems like there's a chance, we're we're having a look. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, like up on the 555, five, it was like we had a team on the, the back of the house and they were actively working the fire and there was another team that was pushing in i mean they did a full search all the way upstairs while there was still active firefighting going on in the back it was i mean that was for me coming up as a as an officer uh there was two officers on the truck and we kind of got i don't want to say separated but uh he was packed up and ready to go in I'm like oh geez awesome great 
I was doing my thing with the fire hydrant. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> so I come back up, and he was already packed up, ready to go in. And I was trying to do that, like, where do you fit in? And there was so much happening, I kind of just took a bit of an exterior role. Um, and I was trying to get a writ team going. Like, there was a lot of, like, operational stuff that had to happen there. Um, so for me, that was that was a really mem- um, memorable on that aspect. Because it was, it was more operationally minded. Um, and, like, yeah, like, we had, like, two search teams going in. We had the first one. They came back out. We sent in the second one. We had to get Rick going because we were, like, we were inside for quite a while. And it was hot upstairs. Um, fire didn't press, but it was, uh, uh, that was a really good tactically minded fire, I think. Yeah, those are my ones that I have, are my favorite is when mm-hmm. we use proper tactics. Mm-hmm. We used, like, the VIS, like, what you're talking about. And, yeah. you know, those are the ones where I'm, like, big fires are cool and everything. But They're memorable. When, when the thing's, like, fully involved, we get there, we're like, nah, let's spray some water on this thing. That, and, mm-hmm. yeah. that 555 fire, too, that we don't often make entry into a second level, even. Or well, there's, there's not a whole lot of second levels. So <laughs> we don't get to do that a whole lot. And it's not like we're going in and compromising our position or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was just it was a good search. and Yep. But... Those are definitely calls that we don't do a whole lot of. Either yeah. it's so fully involved that we're we're staying mm-hmm. outside, or it's a <coughs> it's a single level. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to get those kinds of kinds of searches in there. Yeah, it was awesome. It saved it, a ton of it. Oh yeah, like the house was a a uh, a trouble house in town, kind of turning derelict. But if uh, if they wanted to save the house. It was definitely salvageable. Like they, yeah. they want to save the house. <laughs> they, they do want to, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good, character good, home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely an older home. Mm-hmm. And, like, probably got some pretty good um, like, skeleton to it. Mm-hmm. Well, really, they are tight-packed homes, too, so it's not yeah. like it was alone somewhere else. There was houses beside it, too, mm-hmm. yeah. on either side. So and that massive tree save that, it that way, right there, yeah. which then, like, there's a tree that basically touches the house on, like, that we were at and touches the house <laughs> Next door, next like door, yeah. so. It, it, if it got away, I mean, it was a quick hop over to the to the neighboring house. There was big exposure protection <coughs> yeah. uh, concerns there. So yeah, yeah. But yeah the second story thing, um, like Ralph was saying, that's that's not something that we get a lot. Um, if there's something where we're actively going to be going to the next level, we're generally not because it's. I mean, the, yeah. the larger two story homes are a little further out of town, or are the olders or whatever in town we have a lot of like rancher with a basement kind of um like 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 your house like like, that's less common i would think you're you're maybe more in the business (laughs) ish um yeah it's all over but anyway we don't uh or if we get there it's a lot of split level yeah yeah right not not a lot of two-story three-story like that yeah that was that was all second story above grade it was um yeah that was neat getting my, my mind working on that side of it like you know the the writ starting to you know think about hey we're going up we got to start throwing ladders all yeah. of that stuff like i'd say we we lack at thinking about throwing ladders um and it was nice to have that in the back back of the head like hey if we're doing this we got to get that rolling yeah because you don't throw ladders on 
a lot of calls. It's just because, like you said, there's it's usually, usually a single level, single okay. level, and we don't yeah. we don't do roof operations very mm-hmm. much. Yep. So uh, yeah, we don't really think about throwing ladders that much. Um, it has to be there because, like you know, if an apartment building or anything like that, we gotta throw ladders. Speaking of roof operations, there was that the fire we had just behind the Seven Eleven where that housing complex. Yeah, yeah. Went up. Gonna, did yeah. we do roof yep, work we did, there? Yeah, because yeah. I was just thinking back. You know what? Now that one popped in my head. Well, that was a good one a, too. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good one there. Like trying to think of. Um, I I think of the story in that one was, was I think it was that Spencer. Was, like, that was, like an apartment was it Spencer that? Didn't toss the lady out no, the door, that was but was that, that you? Was <laughs> okay, that was you. Didn't toss the lady out the door, but kind of just gently. Uh, it wasn't that gentle, but it was like. <laughs> but that was a that was a good fire too. Like, yeah. Is that the one with the naked dude? No, 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 that was no, a different. No, what? <laughs> no, what had happened was there because it was it was an apartment, and uh, we went in. Um, cause it was the part the fire was on like the second level. Um, uh, Spencer and I pushed in from the bottom and we started doing searches right away cause it, it was, it wasn't involved where we were. We were just trying to get everybody out. So we didn't have a hose or anything. We were just light, lights were still on everything. Very limit, like light smoke in the building, but the one end was going. So I remember I'd go up to the first door and like, knock, 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 fire department. <laughs> and then like, eh, no answer, but the alarms are going off. I'm like, like, what am I doing? Boom! I kicked the door in. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not going to knock on every one of these doors and, like, hope no one's in there. I got to check to make sure no one's in there. So, I like, I, and, you know, at the time, we didn't do, we didn't really train force entry. And so I just started kicking doors. <laughs> and I remember that, that night I kicked, like, eight doors in, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> I see why police like doing it so much. <laughs> and I can see why it's old school firefighting, because it's kind of fun. <laughs> so I knew, like, there is no fire behind the door. I just, I'm just searching for people. So I'm kicking doors, and I get to, like, the last one in the hallway. And I, and I hadn't found anybody yet. Like, everybody had left. So the last one in the hallway, I'm like, boot! <laughs> this lady in there, I'm like, ugh! So like, I, like, I surprised her because I like, kicked the door, and she surprised me because there's somebody actually still in there because all the other ones were empty. And I have my mask. I have everything on, right? And she's like, what should I do? I'm like, get the F out of here! <laughs> so what it, her issue was is she had one of those, um, she had, like, a bar underneath her um, doorknob. It was, like a, it was like a security bar, but it was, like, kind of wedged in. Was, and it was holding her door shut, but she was in such a state that she couldn't open her door. So she's pulling on her door that would lead to the outside, the back alley, not the door I just kicked in. So I can't send it. So I close the door because it's starting to get smoky. So I close the door and we can't go back out that way. So I'm like, so I realized, I'm like, oh, like this is a problem. <laughs> like, I mean, she's like pulling on it because she's in a panic thing. So I kind of kicked the bar out of the way and I opened the door and it wasn't like backdraft. I didn't like pick her up, like carry her out all heroically. Like Rob said, I grabbed her by her arm and I like drug her outside because <laughs> she was like my cat or something. Like she's looking for a cat or something. So I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll find it. So I drug her out in the alley and I'm like, literally like as neighbors are running by, I'm like, shove her out of the take her. <laughs> so they take her out. It was kind of like, yeah, it definitely wasn't a, a heroic rescue. <laughs> it was a get out of here rescue. <laughs> But that was a good, yeah, that was another. That was a big save, yeah. <laughs> yeah, making saves. <laughs> but that one, uh, like you were talking about with roof, roof operations, we it was a flat roof, uh, yeah. and it had like three levels to the ceiling. <laughs> so it had like the drop ceiling, it had like an old ceiling, and then it had the roof. So we were, we were in there, we were in the drop ceiling, and I'm like, I don't see any smoke. We had stuck one of our smaller members up into the ce- ceiling. He's like, I don't see anything up here, and he's actually a construction guy. 
pop back down. Uh, your dad was a uh, deputy chief at the time, not the chief. Right. And I came out. I'm like, I, Bob, I like we don't see we don't see it. Like, it's not in there. Like we knocked most of it out. Like we don't see where it's. Why is there? He's like, there's still black smoke pouring out. I'm like. I, I don't know why. <laughs> so we go back in. And, I believe you. <laughs> and then we realize, wait a minute, that's not the roof. That's another ceiling. And so then we start ripping it down with um, like halogens and, and roof hooks. And then we start, now we start cutting that, actually finding it. And we're like, oh, there it is. So then that was like a lot of work. I think at that one point we had like 15 guys inside trying to rip ceiling down. <laughs> that was probably before the tick too, or at least before training with the tick. No, we had, we had ticks. Uh, we just... We, we used it. Just it was too just, many layers? It was just too many layers. Like, it was a really thick drywall, so we it, the, the tick wasn't even showing up any any heat in that one. Yeah. Yeah. because yeah, it would have been fire suppression, actually, and stuff like Yeah. So, it was, yeah, it was, good. it was a good one. That was really, lots of good fires. Yeah. Yeah. There okay. you go. Recap. <laughs> we'll do a second one one day. <laughs> <laughs> you have somebody older boys on, get them talking about somebody old, old yeah. fire. Um, let's wrap her up. So we're going into seminar. Seminar is coming. Seminar is on the way. May 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 2020. 2020. Um, we don't need to talk about it again. <laughs> Do we? we don't need to. We mentioned come. it. Come. Yeah. Come. Yeah, yeah come. Join yeah. us. Yeah. Come say hi. Uh, Rob. That's yeah, sweet. We've already got some people who reached out. And- yep. Cleared it with their banker, as as they say. So. <laughs> with the yeah. boss, with the yeah. attendance manager. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, come join us. It's fun. Lots of fire. Um, in fact, I think I'm going to do a little video of some of the stuff that we had from last year. I got a whole bunch of footage. So we'll okay. just throw something nice. like that. Okay. <laughs> Chief Miller. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Shout out. Ash, Chief Miller. Chief Miller. Uh, yeah, check him out. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, shares a lot of people's content. He's a social media guru. Uh, if you've been listening to us for more than 10 minutes, you know who he is. So, yeah. Check him out. He, uh, he's, he's been good, good to us. So, we definitely show him the love every week. Rob. Me? Oh, I get modus? Do I? They're my, they're my favorite. Apparently, I hear they're sending us some demo stuff to try. Out. Soon they might be my favorite. Feel again. some goodie bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what? I must have missed this conversation. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We prided Rob and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for Carl. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, um. I know who reached out first. We started chatting. Uh, actually, they yeah no they they reached out. Um. Uh, there's some new product coming out. We're going to get to demo some of it, which is awesome. Uh, some stuff that we uh, um, we can take photos of everything but one. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's uh, um, in like the, the final stages. So they've, they've been talking about this. I, I think I mentioned it like three months ago. Uh, so it's finally in working form. So it's coming to us right now. Um, they're sending us uh, what was going to be like a couple small things, and then we start chatting, and now it's going to be this big box with a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, we really want to think. Is there a snag Scott Renan? Uh, <laughs> I believe there is. <laughs> well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't comment on what's written on it. Actually, honestly, I should probably just put it on the truck, because I probably never, now that I'm an officer, I probably would never really need it. <laughs> you, you say that? Yeah. I run mine a lot. 
even as an officer. Hang your coat up and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it's good for photo <laughs> ops and yeah. looking good. <laughs> I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, guy using it as a coat hanger. I, was uh, like, I, yeah. I mentioned that before, and you guys laughed at me. But yeah, <laughs> I think I actually saw them use it once as a coat hanger. That's why I was thinking of it. Yeah, no, like I mean, if you're running around, like if if you're not actively like pushing in with the guys, but they're moving around, I move a lot of hose with it. Yeah, I have to get good at using it. Yeah, because I never use it. Pull it out quite often. I use mine all the time. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check them out uh, again. They're a Canadian company, uh, Modus, and the code for that is DTFF five. Exactly, and which they uh, they also stated that uh, uh, many more have been using the code. So okay. uh, yeah, they're um, there you go. Okay. yeah. Thanks, thanks for supporting them. Yeah, because uh, they're supporting us, so it's good. Win win. Yeah. Stuff to play with. Mm-hmm. So, Let's go. RZ masks. I don't know what to say about it. It's a good... <laughs> More people are buying them. Um, I think we've been seeing some posts of uh, people are using them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, they're excellent, so use them. Buy them. Um, DTFF. Just DTFF, not DTFF30. Just DTFF. DTFF mm-hmm. gives you 30% off. So use that code because it saves a ton of money. Thirty mm-hmm. percent, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are not Canadian, so if you're from Canada, it does you know you got an exchange rate and stuff? But yeah, it's still, it's a, big, paid it's a big whole saving. bunch for our shipping. And yeah, paid for our shipping and uh, import yeah. time. It, it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing. Uh, secondalarm.org. Yep, going out of order. Secondalarm.org. Um, our friend Matt. Uh, he is a um, he's kind of the leading finding guy that is uh, that has this cause. This cause is to um, educate public and other people out there that can come and be firefighters and tell them all the fun things that we do as the job and try and get more people interested in getting back into a career which we're slowly losing people from. You know when you're fighting for a dying breed. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, go check them out. Secondalarm.org. Um, it's a good re- name for a podcast. Secondalarm.org. Well, Secondalarm. Secondalarm. Mm-hmm. He's actually thinking of starting one. Well, he should. He yeah. should. He should. Everybody should, should, Everybody should have a podcast, like Rogan says. Everybody needs a podcast. Everybody needs one. Yeah. Ash. Gotta have it. Speaking of fighting for a dying breed, Bar Boys. They totally embraced it. They love the Bar Boys. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, I was listening to their podcast today. So they they are a group of firefighters out of uh, um, Maine. Uh, yeah. You know, I was watching. Uh, it's a. It's like Maine police or something. No, it's like a backwoods police. Or yes, I was watching the same thing. But I was like, they they look a lot like BC. Like mm-hmm. they're they're like surroundings. Their setting was very similar. So yeah. I was like, so they probably get a lot of similar mm-hmm. like brush fires and stuff you know we're closer than we think yeah yeah I was watching one there's like these poaching hunt uh, poaching hunters yeah. and I'm like man that looks like our back but it's great <laughs> they say that looks like us I'm like, yeah, oh, like a, a couple of poaching hunters they're more, they're more Canadian than they think <laughs> <laughs> poachers <laughs> 
Uh, that show's great. It's like, ah, I have a, I, I have a hunch we're just going to go check out the diner. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. <laughs> some re- some real detective work. Yeah. <laughs> Blood on the tailgate. <laughs> ah, there, there they are. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Brotherhood Academy Radio Podcast. Uh, uh, we go back and forth with those guys giving jabs. They, uh, uh, they, they kind of said we don't have the balls to through the gauntlet to uh, retaliate on their song which uh, I promise you <laughs> we have the balls <laughs> we might not have the musical ability we might have the musical ability but we have well, the Rob balls does. you have some musical yeah, talent yeah. mm-hmm. we I might think... have an ace up our sleeve for the musical ability though yeah, yeah. I think I think you'll no, I think we should like 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 a kazoo and just make it terrible we'll make it great uh, and then lastly we should shout out uh, to come on scroll over who are you shouting out to now uh, firefighter Shannon Sharp oh yeah who was uh, apparently nervous because the Canadians were listening <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was us or all yeah, of Canada all of Canada I feel like mostly us though. <laughs> but uh, um, it definitely wasn't all of Canada I'll tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of Canada doesn't listen to us, and we are Canadian. <laughs> we, we listened. Exactly. And it was a really good podcast, actually. So. Good. Yeah, they uh, were talking about uh, like some of the social media stuff, which I mean, we've kind of discussed in, in the past. But, uh, um, and outreach. Community outreach. outreach. Yeah, yeah, which is good. I mean, we're, we're really good at it. To the point where we're so good at it that Bob and I were chatting the other day. He's like, do you think we do too much? I'm like yes, absolutely we do, but it's great. No, much. like go downstairs and have have a look. He's like, this is everything that we have coming up over the calendar over next month. Yeah, it's as soon insane, as Christmas right? Like, but that's good. I think that's what gets us. It is. It is that's true. what keeps our membership. Yeah, and I, I tried to, to say like I like wrote down next to it how many people you'll probably expect to show up. Yeah, and I mean this one you're gonna get ten. This one you're gonna get twenty five. Yeah. This one you'll get fifty. It's like, yeah, I know for sure. And I'm like, you'll probably also, get... Yeah, how we get members. That's how we get people in. Yeah. So, like, is it too much? Yes. Is it too much? No. Like, if we can keep doing it and we're not burning out the membership, which I don't think we are, if you can't come, you can't come. That's the genius of it. Because, well, like, I look at these things like... Like, the thing we, the raffle we just had mm-hmm. or a seminar. It's not like it's my job forever. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, like, okay, raffle's coming, but it's, it's like three days of my life gone. So it's like, okay, I can deal with three days of my life gone. And I can work for three days of my life. But if it was like, okay, every day from now on, you're going to be volunteering to put on this raffle. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I'd be done. Yeah. But, you know, three days of my life, cool. And then another month goes by, and then we got um, drive-through breakfast, right? Yeah. So another, that's not even four hours of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's gone. Um, but it's also like, we're here, we're having fun. It's awesome. These we're, events we're are so music fun these times. Yeah, it's great. You're keeping the you know, We're laughing at each other. You know, someone needs you to say something uh, stupid. Right? <laughs> we always think it's funny. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it, I think the other side of this is, and if you're looking at it in any other way as well, like you're hanging out with your mates, man. Like you're you're hanging out with your buddies. Like mm-hmm. it does like yeah, you're doing you're doing other good fun stuff that helps the community or raises funds. But ultimately, you're hanging out with your friends, like oh, yeah. and having a laugh at the same time. Who cares what you're doing? It's I mean, you could be fun. hanging out watching, like, a hockey game or something. Yeah. But you're not really improving society by doing that. <laughs> right? <laughs> not those kind of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Love it when a dog shit. Well, <laughs> making fun of the the news trick. Yeah, controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up here. I think Ash is gonna get fired. Ash is gonna get fired off of our network. And that's how the fight started. Uh, Bar Boys. Yeah, check out. Yeah. And then Scott. Uh, stop the bleed. Mentioned it every week since we started doing it. Um, just came back from some training last week. Once again, uh, trained some law enforcement people on it. It was really well received. Um, yeah, lots of, uh, did the wound packing, did the tourniquets, um, did a few different scenarios. And it's, it's a simple thing, but it's one of those things you have to train to remember how to, or not to remember how to do it, to do it well. And it's something you have to do well because, um, if you, there's a video, and I don't know if I mentioned this video. <clears throat> it's, um, I don't actually know what the name of the video is called. I, I always type in Iranian robber, robber shot. And oh, like, yeah. and I show, I always show it. It's the first thing I show in the Stop the Bleed course. Like the first thing. It's not part of the curriculum, but it's like, it, it kind of gets everyone going, oh. And when I tell people, I'm like, okay, imagine, don't imagine this guy's a robber or, you know, the crowd not stuff. Just imagine if you were the one that got shot or injured, your femoral got severed. And watch how long it takes from the time the shot sounds, so the time he gets injured, to the time he is no longer capable of protecting himself. Of uh, Sorry, of self-administering like a tourniquet. And it's it's 40 seconds. So you have to be good at what you do with tourniquets and wound packing and direct pressure. Because you have 40 seconds before you're out, before you're done. If it's an injury to yourself. Same thing as, you know... You, know, you got your partner. They, you know, they could last a little longer because obviously they're not dead. They're just, they're unconscious. Mm-hmm. But shortly thereafter, once you go unconscious, you're, if you don't get fixed, or if you, sorry, with the bleeding is not stopped, you have the very high potential of, of dying, right? And you got to get to a trauma center. So stopping the bleed is important. And that's why, uh, that's why I like teaching it. And so it's free. And, you know, I think there are over a million now, over a million people trained. So, yeah. I know the bar boys taught it a little while ago. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Where can they find out more if they uh, want to become a church? org. That's uh, that's the website you're gonna go to. Uh, it's definitely becoming more and more popular. Um, every passing week, I notice more and more people are doing it, and more videos, and yeah, it's fantastic. Speaking of videos, oh yeah, we just did a video. Um, so we did our tourniquet video last week. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Yeah, two. So self application. And then also uh, application to a patient or a partner. And then t- just tonight, which will be posted on our when. Um, Next few days. We just quickly went over uh, wound packing again using the wound packing simulator thing we made. Um, there is a video on how we made, I don't know if we actually showed how to make it. We just discussed how it was made. Yeah. Um, tonight we just kind of went a little bit more, not too in-depth, but a little bit more in-depth on, you know, how, how you pack the wound and direct pressure and all that stuff. Yeah, dropping the knee and yeah, yeah the other stuff. Awesome calls, super important. Everybody should know. Everybody needs to be carrying. Again, we already said in the videos, you should be carrying tourniquets. They should definitely be in your fire gear. If they're not in your personal coat pocket, they should one hundred percent be in your fire gear. Um, if you have them, um, so yeah, get on it. And if your department doesn't buy them, buy them yourselves. And if you do buy them yourselves then make sure that they are what, Scott? Uh, certified. So look on the committee for uh, trauma, 
I forget the name of the committee. Um, it's it basically there's a list that comes out every year, and it's got a whole bunch of tourniquets. The cats is a gold standard, softy, uh, softy wide, I should say. And you know, there's a few other ones past that, but those are probably the two gold standard ones. And make sure that the real ones don't. So they should have cat, cat or softy written on the inside. Um, get them from um, an actual dealer. Don't get them from the Amazons. Yeah, because um, it's it's important to have a proper one. Don't buy knockoff items that are made to save your life. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> one thing, actually, one of the uh, law enforcement guys was saying, I was talking to, he's like, you know, we don't buy these for everybody yet, but they're they're working on it, and um, a lot of the guys are buying them themselves and just putting them in their pockets, and eventually, um, hopefully, uh, the agency is going to buy it for them, and then all that's going to happen is you're going to take that one that you bought and put it in your, you know, your Back, your backpack on your person, you know, hunting gear, wherever, someplace where you're going to go where you need that. So, so it's not a waste. Like, it's not like, wow, I'm buying this thing and the department should buy it for me. No, you're buying it and eventually it'll become part of your kit and the department bought one will be in your gear. So, yeah. Yeah. You ready, Rob? Yep. Good. <laughs> I was having some, some stomach issues. I can't stop that bleed. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> okay, got enough wound packing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then us well after that last comment <laughs> there is no us uh, no us obviously if you've stuck around this long then you obviously know who we are what we do and uh, what we try and do we just try and share the information that we know about things that we do that work for us we don't do anything else we don't talk about garbage that we have no idea about Yes, we do. <laughs> what are you talking about, Carl? We always do. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to training, we when it comes to everything else, we will make it up. But when it comes to training, we only talk about the things that we know and that we do and that we practice, um, which is why we are successful with them. They ain't going to work for everyone. Our scenarios are very different. Our, we are a rural community. Um, and we fight fires in uh, in a rural area, and it is going to be very different to a lot of city things. But <laughs> and eventually, we may have another fire. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had one in quite it's some been, time. It's <laughs> been drawing. I thought I had it. I'm like, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, the car fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't do that. At least there was something. Yeah. yeah, at least there was actually smoke. <clears throat> yeah, there was some smoke. Oh, yeah, the car fire page joke comes across as a car fire, uh, ten feet from a residence. Oh, that's good. Um, so I'm like, oh man, it's gonna hop to their house. <laughs> you never want this to happen, but when you're you know running dry and haven't had some calls in a while, you're like, ah, I hope that doesn't happen. Drive slower. <laughs> we got there and the homeowner was uh, on it, on it, and we uh, used their garden hose. <laughs> it was terrible. That's yeah. good. It's good, but terrible. <laughs> yeah. It is good. You know what I mean. Though. Absolutely. I stand by it. <laughs> but we uh, we've got obviously we've got our Facebook. Um, if you're not a follower get over there join the fire family um, follow us we share all our videos on there we also share them on our YouTube page where we have just updated all of our content so every video we've ever done so far for us is on there now so you can check all of those things out including all the playlists for the things that we've made for Stop the Bleed as well as all of our hose handling tactics and things like that so check that out um, and yeah over with Ash on the Instagram there as well we're on there mm-hmm. too and I stated I was going to hop on that TikTok thing. I'm out. 
<laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's the thing in the future. I, I, I don't know, man. It's just too much for me. Too much? Yeah. I'm going to stick to my Insta snaps and Insta snips. Exactly. Okay. My face Facebook fives or whatever they call it. We'll that. do it that way. <laughs> my MySpace and <laughs> your top five on MySpace. <laughs> the top five on MySpace. Uh, and yeah, for the final one, if you have not yet, we would love it if you could just go down to the rating for the podcast. <coughs> um, give us a rating. Um, hopefully a good one if you've listened in this long. Maybe you just think we're a bunch of idiots and you just find it hilarious listening to us every week because we're you don't find us very interested um, but either way give us a rating if you could let us know let other people know we're just mm-hmm. trying to uh, spread the message and again if you are interested in coming and doing some training with us May 2nd 3rd and 4th nope that's not it at all May 1st 2nd and 3rd you said 2nd 3rd 4th I did not I did not oh guess what boys hmm. we record this by the way should okay. we put something on it <laughs> yeah we should we should one of our shirts I was waiting for it so boys any more for any more like, uh, so, so Scott how's that pig coming yeah, yeah the, old, you know, the old shirts are ready we're just gonna wait for the seller to put it on the market how is this me <laughs> I don't know you said you'd do it so. fine we'll be posting shirts up this week how about uh when we find out what Carl's wrong then we'll post it up too nope Negative. <laughs> I am correct. Anyway, May first, second, third, May fourth. You're already home. <laughs> Come and join us. Lots of fire, lots of explosions, all the fun stuff um, that we're doing. Um, yeah, come and learn some training with us and uh, a whole bunch of other certified guys that know more than we do. But we do. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be Carl's last episode. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello and welcome. Let's <laughs> go do it, see? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, come, come and have some fun with us. It'll be a blast. Uh, any more for any more there, Ash? I'm good. <laughs> Scott? Oh, yeah, see you later. I'm just looking at TikTok. <laughs> Rob? Good night, Carl. Good night. Peace, everyone. CDGFF! Yeah! <laughs>